Whatever was wrong with Bill Keating, my bond with him was strong. He'd mentored me as a kid and he'd reveled in my success. As I had galloped on through my early career, my stars still within reach, there had been no envy, no regrets from Bill. Just warmth and congratulations. With my arm around his waist and his over my shoulder, we started the long walk to the weighing room. As we crouched to go under the rail onto the ambulance track, I grabbed a small rock and used it to scar the right lens of Bill's goggles. In the steward's room I told the officials I'd seen a large clod of earth fly up from the hooves of the group Bill was following. I said it had hit Bill in the face. Bill produced his scratch goggles and said there'd been a big stone in the clump of turf. Our final joint lie was telling them Bill hadn't lost consciousness. If you're knocked out in a fall, you get an automatic suspension. Bill had recently divorced and could ill afford the loss of a few riding fees. So I covered up for Bill Keating. After racing, I walked with him to his old Fiat. It was an effort for him to hoist his kit bag onto the seat. Bill, you look like death warmed up. Why don't you come back with me? You can sleep at my place. Leaning on the wing of his car, Bill reached out and squeezed my arm. Thanks, Eddie. Amy's eight today. I promised her I'd be there for a party tonight. Then I'll drive you to Lambourne. He smiled wearily. I'll be fine, honest. I'll stop if I need to, but once I'm sat down I'll feel better. Look, do you want me to arrange for a doctor to see you privately? I'm owed a few favours. It'll be no names, no pack drill, I promise. He looked at me for a while, and I realised he knew what was wrong with him. I'll think about it, Eddie. Thanks. And thanks for today. I know who my friends are. Bill pulled away through the car park dust into the late afternoon, and I never saw him alive again. His birthday girl, daughter Amy, found him dead that night in the stall of a horse box.